0: Ann Quick is a librarian, and she's also an animal communicator. She says all of life has a message for us.
1: Every single animal that we come across, whether that's somebody else's dog, whether it's the ants on our kitchen floor, or whether it's the red-tailed hawk that we see in the sky, is there to teach us a lesson.
0: Hi, it's Casey. Welcome to Shine On, the Health and Happiness Show, an Ella's Leash production, brought to you by Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco. Visit Dr. David Bank and the thecenterforderm.com. You'll be glad you did. Ann Quick saw an ad for an animal communications course with Danielle McKinnon. Anne loves her dogs, Too Tall and Kelly, so she signs up for a weekend of learning, thinking she's going to learn about the meaning of her dog's body language, tail wags and barks. Uh Uh-uh, this was an animal communication weekend, as in, what is the message your animal is trying to share with you? Anne says the weekend was pretty uneventful, but she did try to practice from time to time when she got home, and then a mother and daughter asked if she could communicate with their dearly departed horse. So she closed her eyes, tried to connect, and this happened.
1: And I see a horse curled up in hay with a teddy bear. And I'm like, what the heck? How can I tell this to them? This is, this, there's, no, there's no way a horse would be curled up with a teddy bear. But I knew enough that I just needed to trust what I was getting and to explain it to them. So I said, I see a horse curled up in hay with a teddy bear. And they burst into tears. And I was like, oh boy, what did I do? What did I say? <laughs> this mother and daughter, when they finally are able to speak, explain that as the horse was dying, the little girl was curled up next to the horse with a teddy bear.
0: Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate because this is what I do. Sure. <laughs> How are you sure you're not just reading their mind? How are you sure you're just not picking up the memory for, that they're that they're holding in their heart?
1: I think there's there's truth to that. It's both because the horse knew that that was something they would connect to, that they would remember. That that would be extremely meaningful to them
0: What are animals doing on the other side?
1: They're helping us
0: We're talking to <laughs> Anne Quick today We're talking about communicating with animals Do animals uh, reincarnate as humans Or do they reincarnate as animals Or how does that work?
1: They do reincarnate Um, but not in... Well, I have not yet had an animal come back as a human, but I wouldn't say that that's... I I wouldn't think that that's impossible.
0: Right. Um, Have you read The Art of Racing in the Rain? I do have. I have. (laughs) Must read for all animal lovers. Definitely. What's his name? Garth something. Garth Garth Stein. Garth Stein. The Art of Racing in the Rain. Many dogs named Enzo because of that very book. Um, Exactly. So are you psychic in all other ways now? Probably, but I'm more interested
1: in talking with animals.
0: Okay.
1: I, you know, that's just my passion and that's that's what I'm meant to do.
0: When you walk past an animal, say, you know, on a leash in a park, does that animal shoot you a vibe and tell you what's going on?
1: No, because it's on and it's off. I don't hear messages usually from animals when I'm just walking around. Okay. But if I see an animal, I'll sometimes will ask them a question, yeah.
0: And like what kind of question?
1: I'll ask them, you know, if they're happy, what what their message for me is, because every single animal that we come across, whether that's somebody else's dog, whether it's the ant on our kitchen floor or whether it's the red tailed hawk that we see in the sky is there to teach us a lesson. Right. And to help us learn our unconditional love ultimately and to to help with um, uh, life lessons.
0: Okay, but when I see the stink bug, I just say sorry, can't talk to you now, and then I swat it. <laughs> Seriously, you know what? I apologize. You, it's like I, I no, know no, you, no. Yeah, I, you, I don't want to hear the message. I gotta go. You're in my kitchen.
1: Not fair enough. Yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. I I totally understand that there are some animals that still you know like I I will talk to anything and everything. If somebody asked me to talk to a scorpion, I would talk to a scorpion. I've learned that it's that much fun. But I spiders still kind of skeeve me out. Mm-hmm. So you know if I see a spider, uh, you know crawling on me, I I try very 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 good to calmly to explain that I don't want it on me. Right. that i respect it but you know and that i understand that you're trying to help me but that i don't want you on me usually it
0: works (laughs) and they get off when i see a fly in my house like struggling to get through a screen Uh i'm like okay give me a minute you know and i'll go and lift up the screen i'm like (laughs) freeing flies because i do believe that all life has you know a a mission a beautiful mission i have As many people know, uh, three pugs and an American foxhound. Recently, I bought one of these water features for the front yard, and it came with a free lily pad. Now I have four frogs living in my front yard in this pond. Oh, cool. But now a snake lives underneath the pond. One of the kids yelled, there's a snake in the front yard going into the frog pond. And my husband says, let me get the shovel. I'm going to decapitate that snake. And I'm like, no, 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 just relocate it. (laughs) Just yep. pick. It's a garter snake. Just pick it up. Throw it in the neighbor's yard. You know.
1: <laughs> and and that and and you know when people say to me, you know, well, how, you know, how do you, how do I tell the you know the spiders or the snake or whatever to, or the mice to get out of my house? Give it a try. Everybody has the ability to do this. And and animals will often um, communicate in pictures. If your dog is jumping up on the couch, so we'll say, get off the couch. But the image that's in our mind is the dog being on the couch, right? right? What you want to say is, please get off, and picture the dog getting off the couch. And that's the way they're going to understand.
0: We're talking to Ann Quick, an animal communicator today, and I want to tell you, I walk four dogs at a time, and now that I have an old girl, sometimes I'm walking three and carrying one, okay? Okay. And the poop bags are sticking out of my back pocket, and you know, it's a lot. But the yeah. only time my dogs really listen to me well is when I'm crossing from one side of the street to the other mm-hmm. because and all I say is crossing but then I picture myself crossing the street with mm-hmm. them because you know I'm looking mm-hmm. out for cars and whatever and I realize mm-hmm. oh my god they're 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 vibing on the image that I have in my head because Isn't now it? I don't even have to say crossing I just picture yep. myself crossing the street and bam yep. they're all with me like spiritual people say god Um, It connects with us mind to mind. You know, Mm -hmm. that's how God reaches us is through our mind, mind to mind. Mm -hmm. When Jesus Mm -hmm. said he spoke to the apostles in the upper room, he might have been speaking of the upper room being the top of your head. Um, Mm -hmm. It's the same way with animals. We really do connect mind to mind. Mm -hmm. People, God, I love you. God bless you. All the wonderful people who come to my house. You do not have to talk to my dogs in a squeaky voice with baby, baby, (laughs) boo, 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 Yeah. I want to hang a sign and I feel so bad telling people we, I, you know, I said to a woman at my house the other day we don't generally talk to our dogs mm-hmm. we communicate constantly but we don't mm-hmm. generally talk to them and she's like I don't know what's wrong with you I talk to my dogs all the time and I'm like yeah and you're probably driving them crazy in that high pitch voice <laughs> which, which gives them the vibe of be excited be excited you know? Exactly. most exactly. people train dogs to go wild when you walk in the house Right? Yep. You walk in the yep. house, oh, mommy's home, they get kissy, kissy, boo, boo, boo. boo. So yep. they're going to jump up, they're going to pee, they're going to, oh, please. And you've, you've trained that, you know? Anyway, yep. uh, but I digress, and quick. <laughs> I digress. Um, I, I have uh, so many questions for you, but I want to talk to you on behalf of all the people listening at home with cats and dogs. What could they be doing now to have a better relationship with their pets?
1: Be open. Be open to them and trust that they're, they're sending information to you all the time and to be observant. All the animals in our lives, and especially the ones that we actually own, are working with us to help us learn our life lessons. Yeah. Every single behavior that your cat does or your dog does is meant to teach you a lesson. Like, my dog Kelly was extremely anxious. And when I finally learned be, through taking another course with Danielle McKinnon about soul contracts and, uh, and animals, um, I learned that her anxiety was mirroring mine. I was extremely anxious and through finally understanding When we went out on a walk and lived right across from the school, the playground was right there, so soccer balls would be getting kicked, for example. She would freak out, anything like that. You know, the stupidest thing that you would think, why is that really freaking you out? She would shut down and and just want to get it back into the house. And when I finally accepted and learned that she was reacting that way to mirror that I was reacting that way, that I was getting anxious about really silly things and letting it control my life, it opened up my world. I eventually, through hard work and observing Kelly and observing my own thoughts, it created a space for me to be able to stop. It, when I was anxious, my, that reaction was automatic. Something made me anxious like being late for work. I would, I would get all flustered. So through working with Kelly and realizing that she would do something that, that morning, it would actually be her usually keeping me from getting to work. So that would allow me to create a space to take a second, wait a minute. I need to control myself, ground myself, calm myself down, and then everything's gonna work out. So that, taking that second, to, to change my inner thought and my self-talk eventually allowed me to get to the point where I was probably at, on a scale of 1 to 100, I was my anxiety was probably at a 90. Right. And now I would say I'm at a 20 through her showing me that right. I needed to control my anxiety.
0: And quick as our guest, we're talking about animal communication, and I have to say this knowledge was also a big change in my life. When you realize that the animals, these little lives around you, these little hearts and little brains around you are affected by your energy, you have a responsibility not to freak out You know, every time milk is spilled. And they've been the greatest the attitude adjuster for me because yeah. before I would react and now I think and say, you know, take a deep breath and say, let's just keep calm in the house. Let's keep calm and peace. And from a place of calm peace, you can think better to react to whatever, you know, the situation is.
1: But if you don't have that calm peace right away, that they don't want you to feel guilty about that. Right. Another lesson I had to learn, another soul contract that Kelly had with me was that I didn't need to feel guilty about putting her in these situations where she was, she was getting anxious. Because it was all through love. The milk spilling in your in your example, don't beat yourself up about that if you don't have that calm and that you, you know, freak out and... and, and
0: because the situation is happen- happening so you will learn to grow that calm. Exactly, exactly. Um, and another thing I want to add is that not everything your dog or cat does is a mirror. Exactly. Like if your dog no, 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 is no. licking his butt all the time, please don't think <laughs> that, you, you know, that you need to run to the doctor. Right, because sometimes they just do doggy things, <laughs> and you gotta well, let those be.
1: But I would say, to be honest, that licking that butt—the message behind that could be, have fun. All right,
0: <laughs> that's a very funny thing.
1: I I, I realize it sounds incredibly weird, but this is what I've learned. Really, everything is
0: meant to show us something All right, and to make us think. You said you can turn it on, turn it off. If you could turn it on for a minute, (laughs) I'd like to ask you a question. Sure. My little black dog, Ella. Yes. Sometimes, like, I'm so surprised that she wants to hang with me. Like, you know, all the dogs are out doing their thing. And I'll go down to do laundry, and I'll be folding my laundry, and I'll look up, and there she is, just sitting on a chair looking at me. hmm What's that all about?
1: Okay. Just give me a second to... I don't want to
0: make you work too hard.
1: No, 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 but it just, it just, it, it, it's not. It's not going to be hard. I just have to
0: take a second.
1: So Ella is... All the other dogs are playing, but she's just sitting there looking at you while yeah, you're doing I'm laundry. just so
0: surprised, because, you know, usually where one is, the other mm-hmm. three are. Mm-hmm. Except for the American Foxhound, who will go under the covers and sleep all day if you let him. Uh, <laughs> but you, you know, usually they're out, they're investigating, or they're. But yeah. but so I'll go down, I'll do laundry, and I don't think she's with me, and she surprises me so many times. Like, oh, there she is! I didn't know you were right behind me watching me do laundry, or yeah. just sitting on the floor, just looking up at me. Like she doesn't yeah. make bark n- noises. You know, mm-hmm. she just she's just I I don't know. She's just digging my vibe. What's going on? I want to ask what she has to say.
1: Oh, she's a sweetheart. So I just say so. I invited her into my into the space, and um, and just so loving. He, all I see from her is a huge heart. She's the, the energy that's around her is is just a, a heart, mm. and that that encompasses her. So when I ask her about what what's up with um, her sneaking up on you. <laughs> She says, in that space, you lose a little bit of um, your mindfulness. If you're doing laundry, I feel like your mind is, is several, many, many other places. Mm. And she just wants you to focus on doing laundry in that spot, in that time. You know, don't worry about all the other things that's going on in your life or all the other tasks that you have to do about the rest of the day. She just wants to remind you, be just be right there. Just be, you know, like, yeah, laundry is a boring thing. (laughs) Who wants to really focus on doing laundry? Focus on doing the task at hand and all the other things will fall into place.
0: You know, wow, that's really something because I never think about the laundry. Like people will say, my husband will say, is this clean or is that clean? I have no idea. I've washed it, folded, ironed it, but I was never thinking about any of that while I was doing Mm -hmm. it. Never, never, never. I vacuum for therapy. You know, so my brain, so my brain can just work on things. And then, and it's like, did I vacuum the kitchen? I don't know. Let's vacuum it again, you know? So I I use housework as a time for my overactive brain. My my body's moving and my brain is happily uh, working on something.
1: And so you see, so you see her just chilling, her just, staying still in that space is showing you just be in that space.
0: And when am I gonna do all my good thinking?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, the she, she the other thing she's saying is I feel like you um could use just some time going out and sitting by some water. Go sit by the Hudson River. I don't know where you live, but I'm assuming you're in the you're, you're obviously in the Hudson Valley somewhere. Just sit by water.
0: All right, I'm taking them That's- to the Hudson today. It's going to be a chore, but I'm going to take them to the Hudson. All right. This has been Don't a f- look at it that way. Now, I, when, you, when you have four, when you have four, oh, no, it's just hard getting them all in the car at one time, but, Fair uh, enough. but we'll do Fair it. enough. What is it you most want to tell people? What is it like, here's your microphone, go ahead, share. I am Anne Quick, Animal Communicator, and I want you to know.
1: I want people to know that animals are here as a tool, as another tool for us to live our best life. That story that I shared before with my anxiety being at a 90 and now it's at a 20, when I was learning this, I was depressed, anxious. I was I was hospitalized several times for, for depression. Obviously I was doing therapy, I was getting help, but it was finally being able to understand that Kelly, too tall. That my animals were in my life to help me get through whatever I needed that was blocking me at that time, and that's my sole purpose. My purpose is to help people communicate and connect with their animals, said, so that they can learn. They they have all the answers, and they're here to help us.
0: And how can we get these messages from them? So should we just sit quietly gazing at our pet? (laughs) Well, no,
1: no, it doesn't have to be sit quietly and gaze at your pet. Just spend time with them. Be open. When the behavior or a reaction or whatever is really, really irksome, usually it's something that's really bothering you. So in my, my case, it was Kelly's reaction to uh, man-made noises that was like causing me all this guilt and pain. And so it's something that really causes an emotion and a reaction in you. That's going to be somewhere you need to look into your life to figure out how to live your best life to overcome it
0: that's animal communicator Ann quick would you like to meet her ask her questions about your pets past or present we're planning an event together very soon so visit caseyradio.com. and i'll be right back with a very special blessing
2: you're listening to shine on the health and happiness show with casey on 100.7 whud If you have a question or want more information about anything you've heard on the show, email kcradio at gmail.com. Information, fun, and inspiration. This is Shine On, the health and happiness show.
0: Ladies, you know how good it feels to catch a glimpse of your own reflection and smile back at it. Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology, Cosmetic, and Laser Surgery in Mount Kisco can help refresh your reflection naturally. Long-lasting Thermage uses radiofrequency to strengthen your skin. Thermage can help you regain a youthful contouring of your cheekbones and jaw. It works great on stretch marks and on your legs and around your knees, too. A Fraxel laser treatment pinpoints sunspots, scars, and wrinkles and stimulates your own natural collagen. Fraxel can help change damaged skin into glowing, healthy skin. Ladies, in less time than a yoga class or a mani-pedi, you can renew and rejuvenate your skin and smile back at your reflection. Take the first step today. Call Dr. David Bank at the Center for Dermatology in Mount Kisco. Here's the number, 914-241-3003. And visit thecenterforderm.com. You'll be happy you did.
3: Hi, I'm Queen Latifah. My mom has always been my rock. She's stronger than anyone I've ever known. Growing up, when life got hard, her strength helped pull us through. And now, as she's managing heart failure, her strength once again shines.
2: The American Heart Association wants everyone to experience more of life's precious moments. One in five Americans will be diagnosed with heart failure, a serious, life-threatening condition. But it doesn't have to steal your hope and strength.
3: To me, strength is hope. If I don't stay strong, it's like I'm giving up on hope. I have too much to live for. My family, my students, my friends, they're my reason for living a healthier, longer life. Together, we're rising above heart failure
2: learn simple changes you can make to help prevent, improve, or manage the condition at riseabovehf.org. Have alcohol or drug dependence made your life or the life of someone you love unmanageable? For more than 100 years, St. Christopher's Inn has been the place where men in crisis find hope. Located in Garrison, New York, St. Christopher's Inn is a residential shelter and substance abuse treatment center where no man is turned away because of race, religion, or ability to pay. If you or someone you know needs to find a way out of addiction, call us at 800-424-0027 or visit our website at stchristophersinn.org. A hundred years ago, there were a 100,000 tigers in the wild. Today, there are as few as 3,200. The earth's wild animals can't speak up when they need help, but we can. Be the voice for those who have no voice. Visit worldwildlife.org.
3: Patty Holmes here with a Yoga Garden Minute talking about life force. What is this magical mysterious force in yoga we call it prana and we can have a direct experience of prana right now breathe in breathe out we can exert some control because our breathing system is partially voluntary but it is also an involuntary system so inhale again and this time when you exhale keep that breath out of the body and wait and yet you're in control still waiting until eventually something happens and that something is your next breath. And that force that makes you take that next breath, that won't let you not take that next breath, that's one aspect of what yogis call prana. Physics says it's about the high air pressure system rushing in to fill the low air pressure area inside our lungs. Poetically speaking, every moment of every day, the universe breathes us. Hmm. This is Patty Holmes at YogaGardenWP.com in White Plains, New York.
0: Anne Quick was our Shine On guest today. She is an animal communicator and will be inviting you to a live event we're doing together in the coming weeks. KCRadio.com will have details soon. So we remind you today that the blessing of the animals takes place around the Feast of St. Francis, which is October 4th. St. Francis found God's love in nature, so we will close with his words, which are a great reminder for me. Make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Master, grant that I may not seek so much to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned see you next week
2: you've been listening to shine on the health and happiness show with casey and ella's leash production the content of shine on the health and happiness show is intended for general information purposes only shine on the health and happiness show is made possible with support from the center for dermatology cosmetic and laser surgery in mount kisco let dr david bank recapture your youthful look visit the center you'll be happy you did You can listen to previously broadcast shows online at kcradio.com. Join Casey for another edition of Shine On, the health and happiness show, next Sunday morning from 100.7 WHUD.